Okay, hi. Welcome and welcome back. I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And this is a one and done episode. Um, We usually try to keep our one and done episodes on the lighter side, which this is going to be on the lighter side. But this is the first time we are recording after SCOTUS overturned Roe v. Wade. Um, We've posted on our social medias, but I really felt a need to say it on the podcast. Tiffany and I are pro-choice, staunchly pro-choice, and we always have been and we always will be. Abortion is healthcare and bodily autonomy is a human right. So I just wanted to say that, make it abundantly clear to people listening. And um, it's been a rough few years. <laughs> it's been overwhelming and scary and downright depressing. So if you feel that way, sit in your feelings if you wish. We're right there with you. Um, and we usually end our episodes with a saying, but I think today that we should start the episode with it. Um, because I think it'll be a good reminder. So don't forget to love yourself, lock your doors, and listen to your gut. So, I mean, unless you're a forced birther, then you can fuck off and mind your own fucking business. They're not listening to this podcast. If so, they are very lost. (laughs) Probably not. But actually, that just, that did feel good to say. So I'm glad I... I got that out, but moving right along, we are going to pull a Ron and Dorinda and try to escape reality for at least 30 minutes and (laughs) do what we do best and talk about like weird, kooky stuff. And actually, we are going to talk about bizarre episodes of mass hysteria in history. I'm looking forward to this topic and this, like our last one and done, This episode will relate to our next main episode, which I am really looking forward to. Uh, And, you know, I need this happy hour like we all do, Cassie. So no pressure, but this is all on you to cheer me up after two and a half years of a full shitstorm. Well, can you do it? Yes. Are you up to the challenge? Yes, absolutely. Good for you that I perform best under pressure. That is my time to shine. I actually don't perform at all unless it's under pressure. I never perform. <laughs> That's, I'm actually, I'm very underperforming as a human. All right. So without further ado, let's just start with a little quick definition of what mass hysteria is. It's when a group of people manifest sociological symptoms in the absence of a physical cause or illness. Um, And it could be a reaction to psychological distress. And that's a definition by Medical News Today. That's just a short, brief definition. So it's basically a group of people that believe that a certain symptom or a certain event is happening without it really happening and everyone is sort of panicking. Yes. I know you just said that in a smarter way, but I'm a person who has to say it and then I remember it. Like I heard once that the best way to remember and learn something is to actually teach it to somebody else. 
So I just teach people things that I don't really know in the hopes that someday I'll know them. That <laughs> is that the whole point of this podcast? Oh yes. My God. <laughs> yes. You just some, there's our promo. <laughs> Um, so we're going to start off with something kind of wild and crazy, which I really love wild and crazy. Um, so we're bringing it all the way back to the middle ages. And this has to do with some of the sweetest people, nuns. I mean, excluding Mother Teresa, of course. I can't believe you said that. (laughs) Well, honestly shocked that coming out of your mouth. mm -hmm. I got my dig in. I got my Mother Teresa dig in. Um, also, uh, not to sidetrack, but always to sidetrack. Should we get shirts that say wild? One says wild, one says crazy. Yes, absolutely. Okay, perfect. Can I be wild? Yeah, I'll be crazy. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Um, so in the 20th century, uh, or actually before the 20th century, mass hysteria of, oh, let me share my sources. Um, Before I get into this, I want to share my sources. This is an article from medium.com and it's written by Mariana Vargas and she did a beautiful list of mass hysteria in world's history. So it is pretty cool. So we're bringing it back before the 20th century, like I said, to the Middle Ages and mass hysteria events um, in convents were actually pretty common um, you know, I just feel like I, I'm not surprised because you have a bunch of women there who are probably repressed. They're following very strict rules. Um, probably a lot of physical labor, hard labor, probably, and I'm thinking middle ages, lack of nutrition and, um, they're just suppressing a lot of, I think, I think it's just a lot of pressure. It was a lot of pressure to be a nun in oh, yeah. the Middle Ages. And they're you know, just like living this routine and mm-hmm. also maybe eating poisonous food constantly. Yes. yes. So I think I, I'm not surprised that some like tons of nuns without throughout the world kind of were susceptible to mass hysteria. So this is one of my favorites, actually. In France, in the Middle Ages, a nun began to just meow like a cat. (laughs) She would just... Relatable. uh, She would just go around, and I don't know if it was like a meow, or if it was like a meow. I don't really know. It doesn't describe... I like that one. Will you do it again? One more. Meow. Like... Oh my God. I don't know. You know what? You have risen to the occasion today, Cassie. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, you know what's so funny is one of my favorite comedians, uh, Jim Gaffigan. He does a bit about um, adults dressing up at, as uh, on Halloween and how it's kind of funny. And one is like someone adult comes to your door dressed up as like a sexy cat, and he's like kitty wants some candy <laughs> and you know every time my husband and I are like kind of flirty one of us will be like kitty wants some candy <laughs> so now that I just made everybody uncomfortable with oversharing um <laughs> Cassie that is literally the least amount of oversharing you've ever done about your hu- you and your husband's sex life 
Remember the bed muffins? Yes, I remember. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's true. I that's think true. about you having bed muffins like once a week. <laughs> that's true. Um, well, the first nun started meowing, and then eventually all of the nuns in the French um, nunnery or convent began to meow also, and then they started meowing all together every day at a certain time for several hours um that is it seems funny but honestly if you walked up and there was just a group of nuns meowing I would be fucking terrified you know it is kind of scary to think about it um but (laughs) you know what's even scary you know what they did to these poor nuns actually and in this scenario I don't think the nuns were the hysterical ones I think the surrounding Christian community were the hysterical ones because they ratted the nuns out pardon the pun and (laughs) they got a group of soldiers with rods to go to the convent and they threatened to whip the nuns if they didn't stop meowing why didn't they just give them some fancy feast why didn't they just give them warm little plates of milk (laughs) just start treating them as cats as pets what like these nuns just wanted some pets consensually yes they just wanted some pets they just wanted a scratch board and some litter boxes and you know all the things they just wanted to lick their own genitals too far i mean (laughs) i was gonna say who doesn't but (laughs) uh I, I just, I wish I knew how, were they like, meow? I don't know. I would, I Why am I getting so scared of these meowing nuts? I don't know why, but it's just, if you, they, it could just go very scary. I know. Okay. And you, you think of the Middle Ages in general as a very scary place. And then oh, you have yeah. like ancient convents and also ancient mm-hmm. nuns. And then you add the mm-hmm. Middle Ages and then you add like, yeah uh scary religion Middle in ages it. are creepy you're right mm-hmm. i never really thought about it they mm-hmm. do seem very creepy mm-hmm. like they're the creepy genre of ages mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes in ghost movies i'm always the most afraid of like a, ki- a creepy kid mm-hmm. and i guess in ages i'm most afraid of the middle ages yeah by far the scariest group age of age <laughs> <laughs> but now we're going to transition to kind of a funny ha-ha um, mass hysteria epidemic. So in 1962 in Tanzania, a couple schoolgirls began to laugh. And it was actually January 30th. And um, this, it they just started laughing between three girls. And then the laughter spread through the school. And then the school, and it was uncontrollable, hysterical laughter. They just couldn't stop. And I've, you've been, I'm sure, in that situation mm-hmm. where I'm trying to think the point where I've really been in a situation where my, I, I had uncontrollable laughing where you cannot stop. Um, mm-hmm. One time, well, a couple, most of them have been at inappropriate times. One time, an a old woman was being attacked by meat bees. Um, mm-hmm. But I believe that was out of fear. <laughs> um, yes. I Nervous response. Yes. And then another time it was, my goodness, at a funeral. Okay. Total nervous response. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then the other times were actually just in conversation with my mom, my biological mom. For some reason, the chemistry between the two of us causes to have hysterical laughter um, Mm -hmm. where we can't breathe, can't stop. We're crying. Our bellies hurt. Like it's just some kind of like chemistry that we have. So I've been there. That's a good person to have that chemistry with, Cassie. Yes. Yes. Um, So it actually spread so wide in the school that the school had to close down uh, by March a couple months later. Wait, it went on that long? Yes, it went on for 18 months. What the hell? Yes. So 95 out of 159 of the students aged 12 to 18 had been affected by this nonsensical laughter. Um, And then the children started to suffer symptoms from the uncontrollable laughter that lasted up to 16 days per each of the students. And that was pain, fainting, breathing problems, rashes, and even crying fits. But think of the six packs they had after. (laughs) I know, honestly, honestly, if... (laughs) I could have a, I would have a six pack if you could get one from laughing because I laugh at my jokes all day, every day. This is a crazy long time. I did not think it was going to be, I thought it was going to be for like a day and a half. Yes. No, it was 18 months and it spread. So the teaching staff wasn't affected, but the girls' mm-hmm. parents, and this was an all girls school, but the girls' parents, mm-hmm. it affected some of the parents who then spread it to the residents and then it just spread all over from village to village and it was um at least up to 217 people had laughing attacks um and then another girls school a village over 50 or so girls in that school were affected and then another it just kept spreading and then it hit a boys school and it just kept spreading for 18 months until then it just kind of just kind of stopped. That is so weird. I know. You'll have to excuse the hawk. I'm so sorry. I can't control the birds of prey outside of my window, but it's too hot not to have my window open. So we'll just have to bring them along to happy hour with us. No, that's fine. I love it. It's like, it's like we're recording in nature. <laughs> I, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me at all. I'm just, I can't believe how clearly I can hear them. I feel like they are literally pressing their faces against the window screen trying to hear our show. Okay. If you want to listen to the show, rate, review, and subscribe, Hawks. Um, <laughs> I can't believe how this spread like a, like a cold or something. Mm-hmm. This laugh, these laughing attacks. That is mm-hmm. so bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. And also it just feels like an old Batman cart, the cartoon version of <laughs> Batman. And it's like, there's an evil dentist character who brought laughing gas into the school and like let it leak. Mm-hmm. It totally feels like an animated Batman episode because this <laughs> is just how it's so weird. It is. And then it just was gone. And it, it seems harmless, but like you're saying, when you're doing it for that long, your body would start to ache. I yeah, like. totally. I, if I laugh more than five minutes, I have sore abdominal muscles the next day. So I can't imagine laughing for days at a time, 15 days straight or whatever. The next one on our list is called the Pokemon Panic, and this happened in 1997. So in December of 97... Episode 38 of the 
Pokemon anime aired in Japan. So this is an episode where Pikachu's electric attack is depicted with a quick series of flashing lights watched by... This was watched by millions. You know, Pokemon's not only popular in Japan, it's popular all over the world. So mm-hmm. I can imagine where it's birthplace, how popular it was. Yeah. So the moment of the attack was streamed at 6.51 p.m. And by 7.30 p.m., over 600 children were entering the hospital with symptoms of epilepsy seizures altered levels of consciousness headaches breathlessness nausea vomiting blurred vision and just you know just all of those things so it was covered by the media and they replayed the electric attack sequence from the pokemon episode and that caused even more children to fall ill and then it just exacerbated the whole case um, and it's estimated that over 12,000 children were involved. Um, oh, my God. That is so scary. Yes. But among them, they found that only a relatively small number of children had genuine photosensitive epilepsy mm-hmm. seizures. Um, so the great majority of the victims was of mass hysteria. I did not know that you could have the symptoms of a seizure without having a epilepsy or something along those lines that is or you know an injury of some sort to cause a seizure yeah I didn't know that just watching a flashing thing could cause that that oh god as a parent that's terrifying how scary Uh, we were just at the fair and uh the grab we were there later because it was Mm -hmm. 103 this Mm -hmm. last weekend here because I live on the face of the fucking sun slash hell (laughs) and um but we were there at night and the lights of the Gravitron were so bright and flashing that that was the first thing I thought of was that if somebody is prone to having seizures because of flashing lights, they could definitely not come to the fair at night. It just, I don't know, it just kind of struck me because the lights were so over the top. Well, that's one of my, I don't think I've ever told you this, but one of my, I have intrusive thoughts sometimes. I think everybody does. But mm-hmm. one of my intrusive thoughts is when I see flashing lights is I'm going to have, I, I am not epileptic in any mm-hmm. way, but mm-hmm. an intrusive thought of mine is that when I see flashing lights, I'm going to have a seizure. Well, I mean, I guess you can. Well, That's it would be case hysteria kind of for us. me. Yeah, it would well, be hysteria. Yeah. It wouldn't be, actually be epilepsy. So I just thought that was crazy that they would re-show the episode yeah that's um that's I don't really understand that part they're like this really hurt a bunch of kids and here it goes again and one more time for the cheap seats this video sent a bunch of children to the hospital see it again (laughs) just in case you missed it (laughs) I I'm assuming that what happened in this case, what kind of pushed it over the edge into being actual mass hysteria was the news <laughs> coverage, <laughs> the the ridiculous news coverage. Because um, I'm assuming the first people probably had actual epileptic seizures mm-hmm. as a result of the show. And mm-hmm. then when the news rebroadcast it and told everybody what happened, 
there was a secondary response from people and that was the actual mass hysteria part yes because the first influx of patients was a small number which i would Mm -hmm. assume out of millions of people 600 would be that small fraction of of patients that actually had epilepsy and were affected Mm -hmm. by the flashing and then the news was like oh look at this harmful thing look what happened after people watched this here watch it again and then that's when a huge group of of children came to the hospital with epileptic symptoms and they didn't actually have epilepsy they were just hysterical mm-hmm. we're suffering from mass hysteria wow yeah wild that right? would be scary as a parent as i said and also this is why your kids should not watch the news i mean for so <laughs> many reasons but this is right up there yeah why were there so many children watching the news i guess is a good question too the parents are like we want you to be sad forever watch the news right now <laughs> Yeah. Um, And actually, our next group was a group of children. Well, technically teenagers, I suppose. Um, And it's called the strawberries and sugar virus. And this happened in 2006. So a famous teenage soap opera, which was aired in Portugal from 2003 to 2010, uh, caused kind of an outbreak of a strange virus. So the plot centered teenagers and their mundane life during high school and on one episode in 2006 the storyline revolved around a life-threatening virus outbreak in the school's fictitious show so think saved by the bell and Mm -hmm. you know a scary virus um Mm -hmm. and the virus affected the characters um and the characters fictionally suffered trouble breathing, dizziness, dizziness, and rashes. And a few days after the episode aired, hundreds of teenagers reported the same symptoms as those experienced by the show's characters, so much so that it forced some cl- schools to close. Oh my so, gosh. I know. three At least 300 students from 14 different schools in Portugal reported the symptoms but no virus was ever detected. Nobody ever found an actual virus that was causing, causing the symptoms. And the Portuguese National Institute for Medical Emergency eventually dismissed the illness as mass hysteria. Um, but it could have been possibly caused by the stress of the upcoming final exams because this was right before school did get out. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I feel like your body is going through so many changes as a teenager that you could have any symptom, anything as I mean, a teenager. And then it's just like, well, it's your hormones. Yeah. Who knows if puberty isn't a virus? Do we know that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure somebody does. Yeah, we probably. Don't, we don't know. We don't know anything, but somebody out there does. The conspiracies, they start here. <laughs> this is this is ground zero. <laughs> we're going to start the conspiracy and next year we're going to cover it in a, in a main episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're generating our own content. <laughs> okay, so those were situations where physical symptoms manifested as a result of mass hysteria, like a fake virus or... Mm-hmm. Um, something like that but this next one is an uh, an event or multiple multiple events of mass hysteria so i i know that you remember this and honestly at the time this was scary but thinking back it's like (laughs) could we go back to this time (laughs) 
So do you remember the evil clown sightings? Yes. I knew this is what you were going to say. Yes. Okay. Okay. So. Seems like a simpler time now, doesn't it? It was the the good old days. (laughs) The best of times. It was the worst of times. (laughs) When we were just scared our children were going to be kidnapped by evil clowns coming out of the woods. (laughs) So much simpler. Um. All right, so just excuse us while we laugh to keep from crying. But I didn't know this. So I remember 2016, the evil clown sightings, but there was actually a rash of evil clown mass hysteria in 81, 91, 2008, and 2016. Wow, I mean, maybe it's it. Because it also likes to take long naps in between eating children. I mean, maybe it was real. All (laughs) right. Conspiracy starts here. (laughs) Gotcha. It's the plot to it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay. So in 1981, police started receiving calls from people reporting clowns driving vans near schools and trying to attract children with candy naked from the waist down in (gasps) playgrounds. Yes, or even jumping from the bushes with knives. Naked with just a clown face? Well, I have a new nightmare. Thanks a lot, Cassie. <laughs> I didn't do Ew. it. Yeah, this honestly. is what Cassie says. Actually, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I only did the naked clown work, people. <laughs> I Hey, I did not drive around in a van. I was the one at the playground with no pants on, okay? <laughs> But you still had the shoes. <laughs> of course. Um, uh, have you ever tried to walk on that bark? It fucking is like walking on needles, okay? Um, Clown shoes, not optional. Required. <laughs> um, no clown shoes. It is a red flag, okay? Um, he's a two, but he has three pairs of clown shoes. Ten. <laughs> 10 out of 10. So the reports involving evil clowns were made in Massachusetts, Missouri, and Pennsylvania. And that's just a few. They were pretty much all like spread over the U.S. So, but no costume serial killers or sex offenders or kidnappers were ever found. Um, And then the clown sightings just kind of trailed off and stopped eventually and then a decade later in 91 it happened again so at least 40 children reported seeing a clown wandering in their backyards and peeking through their windows that is scary to me that's creepy yeah that's i don't pervert yes and then um in chicago school children started uh reporting (laughs) that they had seen a clown driving around a van again it's like the guy it is it he got a van he took a nap for a decade and then he came back you know what i just thought of is i don't i don't go on tiktok which i've said before but my husband does and he showed me a video where a guy just walked up to a window and farted in the window (laughs) okay you shouldn't do that but First of all, like, if that came across, okay, but I'm really questioning his content because if that is what is coming across <laughs> his for you page, I'm really wondering what he is liking. Is it fart videos? Because <laughs> I don't know how TikTok works, so I don't know this, but I just actually revealed like a terrible truth about my husband on air. <laughs> All that I, I'm mainly telling you is because if you don't hear hawks, but you hear a fart coming through your window, 
<laughs> just be careful out there. Honestly, <laughs> yes, that is incredibly rude to come out of someone's open window and just fucking fart in it. But it is kind of hilarious. <laughs> Uh, okay, so in 91, getting back to the evil clowns, um, thank you for mm-hmm. that reprieve because <laughs> that was funny. Um, now I'm just like picturing on a loop like some guy bare ass up against my screen like <laughs> <laughs> and then running his, off. His pants were on. His oh, pants were on. okay. It was just a very loud fart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, look, now all the kids that listen to it actually are we kid, no kids listen here not teenagers no, we're don't 21 like, plus yeah we're 21 plus they're just gonna do ding uh what is it ding dong fart ditch so they'll just <laughs> ding dong your doorbell fart and then run off into the day or night or whenever they come do that you match that with a pair of clown shoes you know what 10 out of 10 i'm in <laughs> um but in 91 it was the first time that a criminal clown was clown was actually arrested in Pennsylvania after all these reports, but it wasn't for anything weird. It was just he robbed a bank wearing a clown mask. Um, mm-hmm. So and um, yeah, but actually, uh, they just dismissed him as a mere copycat clown. So I guess he got away with robbing a bank. <laughs> oh, you mean he wasn't the first ever clown? Oh, weird. He copied being a clown from another clown, huh? Yeah. Who would have thought that? (laughs) Um, So, yeah. And it says here in this article, no other clowns ended up behind bars. So I guess he, I guess in Pennsylvania, it's just not illegal to rob a bank. Yeah. Didn't he still rob the bank? Yes. That's what it says. I guess it's more illegal (laughs) to wear a clown costume in Pennsylvania than it is to rob a bank. Okay. 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 It's. Maybe I'm saying this because it's been such a hard forever, but I say we grab a couple of clown costumes to drive to Pennsylvania and rob a bank because why not? Nothing's going to happen, I guess. Allegedly, let's do it. (laughs) Allegedly. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. In 2008, Chicago again, the local newspapers uh, reported on a clown driving a van approaching children all over the city. No hard facts were ever found. I don't know what the people of Chicago have against clowns and vans, okay? You can fit a lot into a van, and it's also covered. I feel like this is just a man with red hair who owns a van. (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) Who also has really big feet. And he's just a painter, and he got a little house paint. He's just a house painter, okay? He has red hair. He's driving around, and he... (laughs) He's, he's he's wearing an all-white jumpsuit the paint perfectly fell so it looks like he has big fluffy buttons and polka dots on his clown costume yes yes Poor guy yeah he's just trying to make a living people and his last name just happens to be mcclown and if you are in the chicago area and you need a painter you should call him just crusty his last name is just crusty um so and his first name is Bubbles. Bubbles McCrusty is his name. <laughs> it's a family name, you guys. Bubbles McCrusty the fourth. So we're now we're back to 2016, um, and the last wave of clown sightings. Let's keep. We can keep it at that being the last wave. Um, mm-hmm. They were. It started in South Carolina 
and it was mm-hmm. a report of a malevolent clown in the woods of Greenville, and it expanded throughout the country. And basically, it was made worse by dark-humored people who then started to dress up as clowns and hang out in the woods or take creepy pictures and post them on social media. Um, mm-hmm. And this time, the cl- God, I remember this so like it was literally yesterday. Remember, it was a mass hysteria over the whole country. Like all the news, mm-hmm. the news channels were reporting, and they were showing pictures of scary clowns. Um, and this time, these clowns ended up to be actually real like real incidences but it was only teenagers pretending well they don't have to pretend to be awful teenagers they're just (laughs) awful (laughs) so but But they were pretending to be clowns because they never went to clown camp like I did I'm (laughs) assuming yes and what's interesting is I didn't know this either is Atlas Obscura made a clown map of where all the clowns no, this isn't feeding into mass hysteria at all. Um, they made a map of at least 100 clowns that were reported during this episode. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I went. I didn't go and look. I should have poo on me. Um, but that is kind of cool. Yeah. So at least 100 valid clown reportings were made or validated. I don't know. So, yeah, if only we could go back to the scary clowns mass hysteria. Yeah, simpler times. And if these teenagers were smart, they would have made their sightings into the shape of a butt when you looked at it on a map. <laughs> but you know what? That's okay, teenagers. You're still learning. Your brains are still growing. Yes. Next time. Next time. <laughs> All right, so now we are, we've, we've gone forward. We've gone backwards. We're going back again to the 1500s. Mm-hmm. I'm car sick. <laughs> Um, and this is the da- Dancing Plague of 1518, and it was an uncontrollable dance that emerged out of France. Um, Fau Trophea, I'm sorry if I'm portraying that name, which I, I am most likely. Was He's a re- not listening. <laughs> well, yes. Um, a <laughs> resident started dancing in the street, apparently for no reason, with and with no music playing. And then... Oh, excuse me. It's a her. And then her um, dancing lasted between four to six days without interruption. And then by then, 30 people had already joined her. And in less than a month, at least 400 people were dancing frantically in the streets. Um, And then some people ended up dying from exhaustion and heart attacks and strokes from nonstop dancing. What a weird way to die. Yeah, well, you that is a very strange way to die, but the resolve to this is even weirder and it's only can be attributed to the Middle Ages <laughs> because tap shoes? I <laughs> kind of along those lines. Um they could not figure out a way to stop this, so they fucking decided to support the event and they started bringing wooden stages everywhere for dancers they they <laughs> called musicians in to come play music what? and yes so they're just like if you can't beat them join them let's make this a, d- a dancing till you die event and this is the beginning of coachella <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the end what is going on this is so weird i know i like i i I, it's very strange. 
it's like they just seriously built a music festival around the people dancing. Yes, that's exactly what they did. If you dance it, they will come. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what they did. I don't know how that was the best option. <laughs> um, it seems like the most dangerous option, the most um, mm-hmm. reckless option. Yeah, it was probably a lot of fun. They're just pushing them in with push brooms onto the stage just <laughs> as they're building the stage. Yes. I wonder if they had any sort of, I mean, it seems like you need to make them go to sleep. Could they have, I'm not, I'm not condoning drugging people, but it just seems like their bodies needed to stop. Like you have to break the spell somehow, like make them go to sleep or throw a cream pie in their face. <laughs> just bring those clowns into this. I'm just, I'm putting these two hysterias together. Bring the clowns, throw a cream pie in the dancers' faces. I'm wondering, I don't know, they could not figure out, I, the only thing is I could think is maybe physically restrain them for their own good, you know, mm-hmm. so they don't dance themselves to death, but I don't know. So researchers have have looked into this and um, they, it's actually kind of a hot debate among like religious people, medical professionals, um, historians, so some believe that this was a mass hysteria of um, as a consequence of famine, disease, poverty, just like mm-hmm. basically living in the Middle Ages. People are just like, fuck it in a bucket. We're going to dance till we die. We're going to go out doing what we love, build us some stages, call in the band, and just dance until we explode. Dance revolution. <laughs> yes. Dance, dance, revolution. They knew that they were living in the scariest age. <laughs> they did. They said someday people are going to say that this fucking sucks. <laughs> and uh, we're going down in history as the coolest people to live in the Middle Ages. And we're going out with a bang. And why am I picturing like rave music now? <laughs> I was seeing like a lot of like flutes and like high knees and like hands on the hips and like mm-hmm. twisting like a elbows. river dancey element is probably yes. what it was but I like to picture a full-on rave and they're just <laughs> getting like freaky too also <laughs> um yes there's a lot of like dry humping and like grinding you know mm-hmm. bumping pelvises mm-hmm. I could see somebody's that. wearing a snake yeah, like Ooh. Britney Spears. Yes, absolutely. And then some people believe it was an infection that caused uh, kind of like dancing seizures. That's the least fun theorist. I, that's <laughs> the one you don't want to get stuck at in the corner of a party with, is that one. <laughs> I know. But the reports from this time, in like they definitely indicate that they were not um, like – sporadically seizing or like seizing they had intentional movements like they were dancing I think it's what you said I think that it's people were like everything fucking sucks and they just had kind of like a breakdown and then just started dancing and then it just kept going I I maybe it's because I could just see myself starting to do this right now for the rest (laughs) of the year I was just going to say, let's just go to the streets and start dancing until someone builds us a stage. Like, the world is our stage. (laughs) The world is our stage. It's either this or we're going to go fucking rob a bank dressed as a clown. So, you know, damned if you do, damned. We're stuck between a rock and a hard place, I guess. Um, 
And then other people, it, they think, oh, maybe it was religious ecstasy. They were, I, which I'm like, uh, probably not. So No, it's definitely not that one either. That's another no. dud at the party. Like, <laughs> who's putting these parties together? Why did you only invite theorists of the, of the dancing area to your party? <laughs> Such a weird choice for everybody at this party to be part of the dance hysteria theory crowd, you know? I mean, that sounds like an exciting party. A dance hysteria theorist party plus a random run by farter. <laughs> plus <I think. laughs> just everybody who dressed up as a clown during that episode. Yes. Can you imagine if this episode was a party? It would be interesting. <laughs> everybody that we've talked about meowing nuns in one corner. Oh my gosh, I forgot about the meowing nuns. <laughs> a pantsless clown in the other corner. A drive-by farter. <laughs> Just a whole lineup of people farting in your window. Just all kinds of different farts. All Um, kinds of different farts. (laughs) You're acting like it's a cheese board. We need a variety of window farters at this party, And we have a long tubular fart, and we have a wet fart, and then we have a You get out of here. We already have a hard fart. We already have a hard, loud, clapping fart. You get out. We don't need two. Oh my gosh. This whole episode is us having mass hysteria. <laughs> this, this, this episode that we do have mass hysteria. Um okay, so next on our list is one that we all know. It is the satanic panic of the 80s and the early 90s. So, you know, like if you're from the US, you probably know what the satanic panic is. Um I don't think they had it in Europe, which is jealous. Um, I'm jealous that Europe didn't have satanic panic because it is terrifying and lots of people's lives were ruined from satanic panic. So this is another situation where people didn't have physical symptoms. It was literally mass hysteria. Mm-hmm. Um, the scariest by far of yes. this list. Yeah. Well, yes, because, I mean, yes, the dancing plague did have death because they danced themselves to death but this had like serious life consequences for people that were completely innocent Mm -hmm. um so in 1980 michelle remembers was published and it's a book that documents michelle smith's memory of disturbing events recovered during her um psychotherapeutic process which I I believe was involved like hypnotherapy and stuff like that Um, and she had memories quote memories related to her forced participation in satanic rituals during her childhood so in this book she explains her false memories and uh, basically the book's accuracy was debunked um, and almost completely discredited And then um, another crop, I guess, of satanic panic happened at a, um, I'm like, words are escaping me. It happened at a childcare facility where Mm -hmm. one of the students, and and I want to make sure that my words are careful so I'm understood. Mm -hmm. One of the students falsely claimed to be part of satanic rituals but it wasn't it wasn't intentionally falsely claimed it was more like coaching from um a psychologist i believe there was a 
coercion. Yes. Like the children were innocent. Uh, multiple children were mm-hmm. totally. I mean, they were children. Yes. Multiple children were interviewed and basically they were asked leading questions and rewarded when they answered in a certain way. Yes. Which now a child would never be interviewed in the manner that the children were interviewed that went to this daycare facility but basically the children accused the daycare facility of doing satanic of Mm -hmm. of satanic ritual abuse Mm -hmm. which never happened yes and it and i'm thank you for jumping in and explaining that in a way that was understandable because i didn't want to portray in a way that the children falsely accused these people they were Mm -hmm. totally coerced um, yeah. by who, people, medical professionals who were supposed to be trusted and they were unethically practicing. Yeah. And this led to dozens of wrongful convictions for child molestation, sexual abuse, and murder in satanic rituals despite any lack of evidence. Like this was, ma- like you're talking mass hysteria mm-hmm. This was nationwide mass hysteria, and it bled into everything, every aspect of our American lives. It had severe, long-lasting consequences. By now, most of these convictions have been overturned. Not all of them, but most. Most of them have been. So this was what I would say a really, in the truest form a definition of mass hysteria. So if you are watching Stranger Things this season, um, no spoilers or spoilers. I don't know. I'm going to talk about Stranger Things and I'm behind. So I don't think I can spoil anything. But on this season, one of the characters is a D&D player, which is like now we look at D&D and it's kind of like nerd culture. But back then, that was a part of the satanic panic. And what's Mm -hmm. happening with his character on Stranger Things is how people responded to people in the counterculture. They On the show, they talk about this character being a Satan worshiper and doing all these evil things because he plays Dungeons and Dragons and has long hair. Mm Mm-hmm. They're very specifically referencing the satanic panic mm-hmm. on that show. Mm-hmm. It it's it honestly blows my mind that somebody can write a fake book, mm-hmm. and from that fake book, we can have so many people's lives completely destroyed based on absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because after that book happened, it just spread. It was on all of these shows, all these different talk shows. The news media picked it up. Police mm-hmm. departments started training and how to look for Satanists and cults and all this bullshit. But none of it was actually founded on anything. It is the most dangerous version mm-hmm. of mass hysteria by far. Mm-hmm. And we're just kind of touching on it because I really, really want to do a deep dive on this. Maybe we can do it around spooky season or something, mm-hmm. a multi-part like we did yeah. with the spiritualism movement. Because... It, the, this is one of those things where the more you know, the more you cannot believe how horrible it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's absolutely insanity that innocent people were sent to prison, were um, labeled as sex offenders, child molesters, 
um, Satanists, murderers, torturers of children based on hysteria. Yeah, it's so scary. It is. It's uh, it's terrifying. So yeah, um, we touched really lightly on that. We are looking forward to doing a multi-part series on that. So it is equally fascinating and terrifying. Yes. And wrapping up the list, we have two more. And I'm going to go with next the War of the Worlds radio show in 1938. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, and this is probably uh, another best known mass hysteria. Um, mm-hmm. In 1938, an adaptation of The War of the Worlds by H.G. Wells was broadcast on Columbia Broadcasting System radio. And it was a time when um, people had radios in their homes instead of televisions. So it was directed and narrated by Orson Welles. And the episode was aired uh, Miss Tension before World War II. So there was a lot of like um, bomb uh scared people and um so a lot of the listeners did not know that their narration was a reading from a piece of fiction and when they turn on the radio (laughs) in the middle of the transmission they thought it was a news bulletin and like the world was actually being invaded by martians we wish yes so Thousands of, like, honestly, take me to your leader. Get me off of this fucking trash planet. <laughs> um, so thousands of people took to the streets in in New York, New Jersey, um, and all over panicked by what they thought was a war that had started. Um, and it took police hours to end, like, the hysteria. Um, and then that hysteria made the news. Um so uh but um you know hollywood studios liked it and uh they (laughs) gave him a producer contract (laughs) um they're like you know what you have a way with people it's provocative but you get the people going (laughs) any publicity is good publicity as far as we're concerned um i at this one i can kind of understand where people were Mm -hmm. coming from because they just turned on the radio and hear all this shit. They're like, oh my, you know, they think it's the news. But it's also like, I don't know. How long did you have to wait before the show said that it was a show? That's my only wonder is, is it like every 10 minutes, was there a break where he would say, we'll return to our reading, our, you know, our fictitious reading. Or was this just two hours straight of talking? Because if they only had to wait like five minutes... I mean, people were kind of jumping the gun on on freaking out in the street. I wonder if they say they turned it on. You're already on high. You're already hyper vigilant because of World War II, and you're hearing a broadcaster say talk about the invasion. So maybe maybe it didn't even take one minute to hear it. They just <laughs> were out the door and thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. There's an alien. There's an alien walking out of the spaceship right now. He is on, the alien is on planet Earth. And they're like, that's all I need to know. All right, I'm going to go rob that Sears. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go break a window. Bye. Because you think, I mean, you had to think like uh, in modern day, say, um, you know, a fire truck and an ambulance come to your street and they stop at one of your neighbor's houses. Everyone's outside within a minute. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So you turn on your radio, it's new thing. You don't you didn't catch the beginning like this is War of the Worlds by Orson Welles. You turn it on and it's like the bombs are landing, the aliens are coming. Get in your hidey <laughs> holes or whatever. Um but you know what? It did pay off for Orson Welles and I guess the mm-hmm. rest of the world because he produced and directed Citizen Kane, which is now regarded as one of the greatest films ever made. So had he not have caused thousands of people to take to the streets in panic because they thought they were going to die at the hands of an alien invasion, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have Citizen Kane. And to be fair, the first time I turned on my TV at Independence Day was just on in the middle. <laughs> I had the same reaction. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that brings us right to the last one on our list, and it is... I couldn't do mass hysteria without mentioning the Salem witch trials, of course. You know, a lot of these are in the United States, I have to say. Hmm. You you think we're a little sensitive to hysteria? I'm wondering. Um, So it it kind of all started when nine-year-old Elizabeth and 11-year-old Abigail Williams, the reverend's daughter, began to behave strangely the girls squirmed screamed through objects made bizarre sounds um and a doctor was like these girls are suffering from supernatural forces not to mention that this time also in american history was pretty brutal but okay mm-hmm. around the same time more young women from 12 to 17 had the same symptoms they started accusing people uh, uh, other people of witchcraft a lot of people believe that these behaviors and accusations were kind of a way for these girls to get attention from the community and respect so they started calling out people accusing them of witchcraft and then we Mm -hmm. all know what happened to those poor girls and women um they were brutally murdered and um and it was usually the women who were like you know what i just want to garden and grow my own food and have some cats and be left alone i don't I'm not really interested in getting married. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear your opinion. Just leave me alone. And these women were usually called out and then given impossible tests. Um, they would like um, throw them in the ocean tied up. And if they drowned, they weren't a witch. And if they happened to survive, they were a witch and then were killed anyways. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just kind of crazy. Um And everyone knows kind of like the epicenter of this was Salem, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. Um, If you go there, you will see like museums dedicated to the Salem witch trials. So it just, it was kind of crazy. And um, around 200 people were accused of practicing witchcraft and, um, you know, performing packs with the devil and... Uh, 30 were found guilty and 19 were executed. I was going to say that, that I was, because I actually knew that it was around 20 that had been executed. And mm-hmm. I always thought that it was much higher than that. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's just because it's lasted so long in history. I mean, accusing 200 people is a lot, but I thought, but, you know, previously I thought that more women had been murdered. I think it was like 19 or 20, like 19, like you said. And I mm-hmm. think that there was like two men or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think when you think about it in from from 
today in age 20 doesn't seem like a lot, but I think back, if you think back to that day and age, 200 is, is a big number. And then for 19 out of those 200 people to actually be executed for nothing is wild. To no, I, yeah. And I wasn't trying to say that to like. No, I know you weren't trying to diminish it. I, no, yeah, I I'm not trying to diminish the number. I just, I think because we all talk about it so much, I thought With, that the does. numbers it were It seems like thousands. Bigger. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, obviously even one person murdered for absolutely no reason is too well, many. Just because she um, wanted to be left be alone. my stance. <laughs> call, it, call me controversial, but I say no murder. Um, but. It is, yeah. It's just basically, it's the same thing as the satanic panic, where it's just anybody who's a little bit different or on mm-hmm. the fringe. Mm-hmm. It's like the other, let's mm-hmm. attack them, which I guess is what people just keep doing over and over. Uh, somebody's different, let's attack them, mm-hmm. and then let's just keep doing that for the rest mm-hmm. of fucking forever. Because why Why would it ever get better? All right. Let's just repeat that cycle over and over. Just change the characters out yeah let's just forever just for the this never never be peaceful just never be kind never grow never get smarter yeah um but you know what this reminds me of what first of all we would have been so fucked if we were alive in this time oh we would for sure be accused of witchcraft second of all the new number two hocus pocus is coming out i just saw it I am so it's literally got me through my day. I'm so excited about it. I am so excited. Me too. And I love that usually I have a hard time with stores jumping the gun on holiday decorations. I'm the kind of mm-hmm. like I said, I perform best under pressure. So if it's two days before Christmas, <laughs> that's when I'm decorating. And all the new decorations in the store are <laughs> Easter decorations by then. So I always take issue with that. But I do love that they are releasing it in September so we mm-hmm. can kind of get a jump start on spooky season. Uh, yeah, I think spooky season should start in September. I think mm-hmm. that's typically when we do it here on the pod and uh, the rest of the world should take note. Yes, I just, um, <laughs> yes, I'm looking forward to that. I saw that too. It looks great. I cannot wait to see it. Um, and it looks like they modernized it because what it was like 30 years ago, right? The original, that's a long time ago. Yeah, it was, it was a long time ago. And as a kid, that was like one of our, that was one of my favorite movies. And Mm -hmm. now me and my girls watch it every year and it's just, I love they're keeping it going. We do too. There's, there's our bright spot. All that I need is that and clown shoes of window farts, honestly. Yes, window farts, honestly. <laughs> Weird, but I love it. Um, <laughs> and I wanted, along with some kind of good news in the true crime arena, there's two sentences that were um, laid down just recently. I believe it was yesterday and today. So let's just close this episode out with some true crime news. Ghislaine Maxwell was sentenced to 20 years in prison for sex trafficking and sexual abuse, I believe. Should be forever, but it's what it is. It should just be for the rest of her life. Lock her up and throw away the key. Absolutely, I agree. Um, I will say, interesting though, she was convicted of sex trafficking, 
and Jeffrey Epstein was convicted of sex trafficking or was going to be convicted. Um, but nobody wants to say who they were trafficking to. They, it wasn't themselves. So let's get this list out here and quit covering up for people that I find that incredibly frustrating. It enrages me. And, and it's like perfect time. Just get all these names out because mm-hmm. let's get rid of them. Let's fucking start over. Yeah. <laughs> let's burn it down and rebuild. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. So, yep. and then the second sentence that was doled out, R. Kelly, that motherfucker got 30 years for, I believe, financial crime, federal racketeering, I want to say, um, and then also sex trafficking. So, 30 years. Goodbye. Good riddance. So long. See ya. Burn it down. Let's start over. Yeah, exactly. That's my motto. That's my (laughs) motto from now on. We're going to end the episode instead of love yourself, lock your doors, listen to your gut, burn it down and start over. I'm going to get that as a lower back tattoo, I think. (laughs) I love it. I am going to get it as an upper back tattoo. We're such a good pair. Right across my shoulder blade. So when I like <laughs> flex like this, it's just like, oh. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Let's end it there. Hope this was uh, a little break from our current reality for you. Hang in there. It has to get better. It has to. It's going to be a long haul, a long process. So hang in there and take care of yourself. If you need to do self-care, do it. If you need to be kinder, gentler, more forgiving to yourself because you feel things deeply, please do it. Take care of yourself and the people that you care about and the people that are good to you. Do not waste energy on people who are not treating you well. Burn it down and start over. Couldn't have said it better myself. So on that note, we are going to end on our classic <laughs> sign-off because we we always do. So don't forget to love yourself. Lock your doors. And listen to your gut. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. <laughs>